This is Kyle Juszczyk, and you're listening to Nothing But Niners. This is Charles Haley. You're listening to Nothing But Niners. So now they've got to start from deep in their end of the field, and Garrison Hurst takes advantage of it. He takes the handle, hits his right, gets to the 20. He's in the 30. Needs to cut in. He comes back up the right sideline. Breaks the third tackle. Comes down to the 30. He's down to the 20. He's down to the 10. He's down to the 5. He's down to the end It's your boy Mike from the Nothing But Niners crew, and I am back to bring you guys another fun-filled episode. I don't know if my vision is blurred. Look at this. I got jerseys sitting over here. This was from one of our this is one of our Patreon winners jerseys. That's why that was separate from all the other stuff. Oh, sorry about that. Let me put that over there. Uh guys, I'm here to have a lot of fun. I have no idea if anybody else is joining. I haven't heard from anybody regarding the show, but it's okay. I'm gonna hold this down. I got everything I need over here. All I need is one mic, huh? Let's go. All right. This is your first time here on the YouTube page. I want to thank you guys. Hopefully you enjoy this show. And if you do, give us a thumbs up. Hit that like button. It's going to help other people with great taste such as yourself find this show. Okay? So give us a thumbs up. Helps with the algorithms. And it will recommend us to other people with great taste like yourself. All right? Then you want to subscribe. Okay? That way you can come back and see us again. All right? Let us know that you really enjoy it by hitting that subscribe button. And then turn on those notifications so you know exactly when we are going live. All right? So like, subscribe, and then turn on those notifications. We got a couple of, uh, we have a couple of social media platforms we would like you to give us a follow on. Let's start with the Snapchat, Instagram, and Twitter handle. They are nothing but nine, the number nine, nothing but nine, E-R-S. So please make sure you guys get on over there, follow us there. And then we have Facebook and Twitch. Those handles are nothing but niners, spelled all the way out. A little bit different from social media, but another place you can follow for some bonus content is the Patreon, guys. Head on over there to patreon.com slash NB9ERS. Please make sure you read the description uh, before you join so that way you know exactly what you're getting and where the different tiers of the bonus content lie, okay? Uh, so make sure you guys head on over there, patreon.com slash NB9ERS. I am a guy, 49ers Mike underscore. I'm, damn, that's my old name. I am Mike Andrews 83 um on twitter you guys can give me a follow over there if you'd like no pressure at all uh i'm not one of those people who go crazy about twitter uh if you do great if you don't i am completely okay with that i take zero offense to it at all all right um let's start with some shout outs everybody in the chat all right some of the people i see in here just gonna highlight you guys really quick uh i really appreciate all of you guys taking some time to come in here and uh just sit down listen right i've seen this right seen this I see people like sitting around in their house 
like they send us pictures on social media. I love seeing them too, where they're just sitting around watching, like in their house, big TVs on the wall, and then my ugly mug up there. So I apologize uh, for the blemishes and stuff like that on the forehead, man. I got some sprays and ointments. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get rid of this stuff soon, so that way I look better on your screen for you. Okay, so I apologize about that. But again, shout out to everybody out there. I have this long intro. It's October. I got to figure out how to upload it. Can I play it for you guys? I don't know. You guys type yes or no really quick if you want me to play this intro. It's a nothing but Niners Halloween intro. Callie, don't start, bro. Don't start. I'm not going to let you come in here and just start. I'm not doing it, bro. I'm not doing it. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's right, man. I'll I be seeing this on the 4K, bro. I'll be seeing this on the 4K. I appreciate that, man. All right, Raphael, what's going on, man? How you doing? All right. Um, <laughs> better than Thursday night football. <laughs> For the last two weeks, we have definitely been better. I don't know what they are doing, man. Punt fest after punt fest. Uh, it's, it's it's the kicker shows. Thursday night football has become all about the kickers, you know. But kicker, kickers are people too. So, you know, let them get a little bit of shine and everything. And, yes, this might be the most shocking thing. Um, how did we lose to the Bears? The recovery 716 says, Still can't believe we lost to the Bears. You know, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm not sure how we lost to them. Uh, I'm not totally upset about it because there were elements, first game and everything. I, I honestly, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I will not be taking any calls tonight, DeMarcus. I see the message here. I bet Mike won't call Jay from Boston again. I don't run from anybody. I, I have no problem having a conversation with people. Uh, and I, I like that call. I like the passion, like the vigor my man brought. Uh, more more people need to have that same kind of passion and have the ability to stay respectful. My man was pretty that was pretty dope to me. I like that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, TC says, "Hell no, nah, Mike. You keep being yourself, not anyone else. Period. For though is what what is that? For, uh, is Nick coming back? Nick is one of the people in the group chat. I have no idea. All I can do is post the link and wait to hear from people. Now I know Wayne." Uh, does a lot of shows, and he tries to jump in afterwards. Uh, Tony was with his family. Uh, NY doesn't usually come on to YouTube like that. Uh, that's not his thing so much. But uh, and Tony was with his family. I haven't. I don't know what Nick is doing though. So I can't. Uh, I can't. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't say much about any of that. Uh, and I tried. I, I thought. I thought I did a pretty good job handling that call. So we got some stuff to get to, guys. Uh, the first things first. We're going to get to a couple of interesting tweets. <clears throat> what the heck just happened? Damn, they took my tweets down. I had tweets up on the screen, and they took them down. It's okay. Y'all can't Y'all can't stop me. All right. Don't worry. I got this. Thank you, baby. Um, so let's, let's, uh, let's start with the injury reports. And by the way, guys, I see the first super chat is in here. You guys keep the super chat coming. We end the shows with the super chat segment. Um, and this is not, I don't want you guys to think you're wasting your time with it. So what happens is not everyone catches the show from the very beginning, especially in the live, right? So, uh, we'll, we'll have our discussions. We'll have multiple topics. And then what happens is we get to do a quick refresher at the end of the show, because usually that's what the super chats are about. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to get to all that. The drive back was absolutely terrible. Uh, my cousin was, I had to work the next morning. I didn't get in until after six in the morning and had to be to work at seven. Um, and I basically drove straight through. My cousin did jump in for like the last hour or so, um, but that wasn't enough. I couldn't fall asleep in that amount of time. Uh, it was just not good. It was not a good drive back, but 
I made it. I'm safe and sound. Was able to go to work the next day. It was all good. So it was all good. Um, latest 49ers newt and uh, notes, rumors, all that kind of stuff. So let me give you guys the screen share here, okay? Hopefully you guys can see this. We're going to start with a tweet uh, from Jennifer Lee Chan. All right. And boom, there it is there. All right. Hopefully you guys can see this. Let me blow that bad boy up. Let's get it back in the center. Uh, uh, uh. uh 49ers uh, report 10-12. All right. Now that's yesterday, but did not participate. Eric Armstead, foot and ankle. Nick Bosa, groin. Samson Ebukam, Achilles. Kicker, Robbie Gold, left knee. Javon Kent, defensive tackle. Javon Kenlaw, cornerback Emmanuel Mosley, knee. Uh, defensive back Jimmy Ward and Trent Williams, the tackle. All right. Now, this was important to discuss because this is a very interesting list of people here who are not practicing. I, for one, thought Eric Armstead might be back at practice this week. I definitely thought um, Ebukam and um, Javon Kinlaw will be back at practice. Fortunately or unfortunately, however we choose to spin it, those guys are not back. I do like that this is from yesterday and not from today uh giving these guys some more time you know to come in here get ready for practice and things like that um and there is an injury report or a practice report from today i'm going to show that tweet as well so we can see the difference okay i told you guys everyone who did not participate uh but check this out and see who was limited today as opposed to who just didn't participate all right so that was yesterday Here's the report from today. Hopefully, you guys find some more positivity in this one. All right. From our guys over at 49ers Web Zone. All right. The practice report San Francisco versus Atlanta. Hashtag faithful to the bay. All right. Did not participate here. It says Eric Armstead, Nick Bosa, Javon Kinlaw, Emmanuel Mosley, Jimmy Ward, and Trent Williams. So, right away, there's some things that stand out to me. Ebucam is back at practice. That is very good. The two defensive tackles are still on that list, um, but I'm hearing some positive things. Uh, one of them does have a chance to play this week, so we'll be keeping an eye on that. The team is kind of just chilling. They were, they're relaxing on stressing these guys out and getting them out there too early. Limited in practice, Aaron Banks, all right, Samson Ebukam, Tyler Croft, how about that, and Tavarius Moore. That's an interesting move considering what they did for Jimmy Ward. And then he can't play now. And then here we go. This is the one right here, guys. Full. That means no restrictions, guys. Ty Davis Price is back in the building. That is a beautiful thing. Uh, I'm, I'm excited about that. I know a lot of people wanted to see uh, Jordan Mason get some carries and things like that. This is the running back that I was the most excited about all offseason. So Ty Davis Price, um, Robbie Gold, full participation. Remember, guys. He was on that list from yesterday, the day before. So today, Robbie's back out there. Knock on wood. If you got anything close to wood around you, never mind. Too early for that. Uh, but this is a good sign right here. And then wide receiver Danny Gray, also a full go uh, this this today in practice. So I really like seeing that. All right. Uh, Nick Bosa did not practice. I'm wondering if that is due to how si significant the injury is, or is it just that, hey, we don't need you to practice at this moment we'll get you back in here later uh i like that okay i like that um some positive signs some positive signs all right that's going to lead us to our first question i'm going to post the question in the poll 
We're going to preview this Falcons game, I promise you. But I want to post this question in the poll, okay? Uh, which of the next two games is most important for the morale of this locker room? Now, I know what's most important from a standings perspective, all right? I know that standings, you don't want to lose to the NFC West. I mean, to the NFC, right? So the most important game to win is going to be this one against the Falcons, um, right? So I get that one from the from the standings. But I'm talking about morale. Which game is going to boost people's morale, give the players more confidence, okay? It's for the locker room, all right? Not for us at home watching. Not for us at home watching. I want to know your guys' thoughts uh, for the locker room. I, I can't emphasize that enough. I think um, I think I'm going to be in the lower percent here of whatever the results are on, of this poll. So I'm going to post the poll. You guys go ahead and vote on it when you get a chance. I'm going to continue talking. We're going to break down this Atlanta Falcons team. One win or the other. Which one is more important? All right. Which which team? Which of the next two games is more important for us to win? All right, for the morale. I see the the comments in the chat. Everyone is all in on KC, so that's pretty cool. Uh, I'll touch on that in a little bit, though. I'll touch on that in a little bit. Sup, my guy. What's the AO for? <laughs> all right. Robbie is back. Trent, two to three weeks away. Where's Miss Debbie? Miss Debbie's in here. She said something here. I see Melissa in here. There's Miss Debbie. What's going on? Melissa, Miss Debbie, my ladies. I see that. Ladies of the uh, faithful table. I like that. All right. All right. So this Atlanta game is coming up, and I just want to talk to you guys about a couple of things that I've noticed about the Atlanta Falcons, okay? Um, I think now think about this for a second. We did play Justin Fields, but it was a monsoon. We did play Russell Wilson, but he's a shell of himself. We played Geno Smith. He's not that mobile. We played Matt Stafford. He's about as mobile as a slug on salt. All right? Um, and then, you know, you got the Panthers, who we just played last week. Like, we haven't really gone out of our way to play any any mobile quarterbacks. And what, I'm not saying that – hear me out. I'm not saying that. Um, Marcus Mariota is the most mobile guy. And Marcus Mariota may be on his way out the door, for all we know. You know, I don't know. I don't know. But this team, they he does some things with his legs that just make me a little bit more concerned than the average person. Now, he'll give up some sacks, right? He'll give up some sacks. Through five games so far, he's been sacked over two times a game. Like, he'll get sacked. But he also can run the ball pretty well. He's over 150 yards through five games. Right. People aren't talking about that. And believe it or not, he does look to throw first. How long he looks to throw, that's a different story. I'm worried about this as far as how many players we have out. Whether or not Nick Bosa is going to play, I don't know. But now all of a sudden we have a bunch of reserves in there. Um, we don't have um, we don't have Emmanuel Mosley, who's a really good um, tackling uh, corner. He's not in there now, and if Mario decides to escape the pocket a couple of times, I think this could present some problems for the 49ers. A lot of people don't want to discuss it. I get that. It's not exciting, right? We just want to say, oh, this is going to be an easy win. I'm not so sure, guys. I'm not so sure. I don't think the Niners go out there and 
and win by two scores, three scores like we did last week. I just don't see that being the case. Will Mariota present some opportunities for the defense? Absolutely. 100% he will. All right? But it's still not all going to be sunshine and rainbows. He's only got four touchdowns on the season. Okay? He's got four interceptions on the season as well. All right? And that's through five games. He's turning the ball over less than once a game. The heat's on? Damn, my bad, dog. That's why I'm so freaking hot. I turned the air conditioner all the way up. Like, what is happening? This is why we need to just get central air. Oh, maybe we should get that installed. I came into a little bit of extra money, and I've been trying to figure out what I want to do with it. Do I want to just go ahead and go all in on renovating the house? Do I want to go all in on renovating my garage for the man cave with the, the new nothing but niner studio? Studio is going to be nice when it's all said and done. I, it's a two-car, two-story garage, not attached to the house. I could be as loud as I want out there. Um, I got the theater and everything picked out. I got the the carpet with the with the yard lines taped onto it and everything. I don't know if I want to get the 49ers emblem in the middle of it. Um, my my girl Joyce has it on Twitter. I love her carpeting there. She has the walls and the stadium seats and everything in hers. I I don't I didn't get a chance to buy the stadium seats when they were uh, demolishing uh, Candlestick. My probably one of my biggest regrets is being a 49er fan. We were living in an apartment on the second floor and had nowhere to put these two stadium seats. Had I been thinking, I would have just got them and put them on the balcony like they were meant to be outside all the time, you know. But I digress. Um, I like what she has in her, you know, in her uh, woman cave, her 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 diva den. I don't know what exactly she calls it, but I love what Joyce has in there. And I kind of want something similar to that. I don't want the walls painted red and gold or anything like that. Where I record, the wall will be done red and gold. I'll probably put a 49ers logo behind me or something like that with a matte finish. So it's not, uh, you know, so it's not like reflective when I have the lights and everything on me. But I got to I gotta figure this out. And then there's the central air I just thought about. I'm going to get the wifey new furniture. She wants new chairs and everything here. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's rough when you got to figure out what exactly you need to do. Right, a she shed. There you go, Mike. Where's your dog Niner? We had to get rid of Niner. We had it. We had to. He, he had to be rehomed. Uh, Niner was getting very aggressive with my daughters, and that uh, is a no go for me. That's a no go for me. All right, Mike doesn't mute anymore. What does that mean? Oh, when I'm like having side conversation, it's just me on here. Perk, what's going on, big dog? Let's go, man. Let's go, man. I just realized I was subscribed. Well, I got to post more if you just realize that I should be on your feed all the time. No, I'm, I'm kidding. I know a lot of people are doing daily shows and things like that. I can't do it. Um, I probably record more than once a day when it's all said and done, but I do Patreon content and I'm doing other shows with other people and things like that. So it's a little harder for me to post on here every day. So I, I don't drown the, uh, the timeline. Uh like I like others do, or like I probably should be doing, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, so um, back to this Mariota guy, right? I'm not I'm not scared of Mariota. I want to be clear with what I'm saying here, but this guy, he's got almost a thousand yards already, so he's he's right underneath a thousand yards through five games, uh, four touchdowns, four interceptions, 12 sacks. His numbers don't sound incredible, but I watched this guy and he moves behind that line of scrimmage a lot. 
He gets out and he runs. And what I am concerned with is the 156 rushing yards so far through five games. Okay. Through five games, he's ran the ball 37 times already and averaging over four yards a carry. I think they're going to start using him. All right. Because the only other option is to move on from him. And they might do that. Don't get me wrong. They might do that. Um, their receiving core. All right. Drake London is their leading receiver as far as yards go. All right. As far as yards go. He's also uh, by far and away uh, the most targeted receiver on their team. He's up at 39, almost 40. And the next guy is a tight end in Kyle Pitts. All right. But they're not doing much with him. He's got, again, Mariota only has four touchdown passing touchdowns on the whole season. Right. So he's got two of them. And then uh, Zacchaeus has two other ones. Right. But Drake is definitely their number one wide receiver right now. Uh, Kyle Pitts seems to be an afterthought. Uh, I have no idea why that's happening the way that it is. Um, they have two other tight ends on their roster with more receptions than Kyle Pitts. Somebody make it make sense. Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I read that wrong. I read that wrong. I, I apologize. That was wrong. He is the most uh, targeted uh, tight end on their team. I apologize. I was looking at games played. I was looking at games played. I'm sorry. He missed the game. My bad. All right. Um, this team, though, I think as far as the passing game goes, I think is we might see something different for the first time in a long time. The Niners haven't really done this thing where they shadow wide receivers. They don't take their number one guy and put him on someone in particular. Instead, they've been playing the sideline and boundary thing, and they get the side of the field, and they stay to that side of the field. I'll be very interested to see if the Niners do that. Do they feel that Drake London is, a, is enough of a threat He's Mariota's number one guy. Is he enough of a threat to take Mooney and put him on him, make him shadow him all game long, regardless of where he lines up? I don't think Drake London's that type of receiver where he's going to warrant that kind of respect and coverage, but I'll be interested to know how the Niners play this thing out here. Um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how that all works out uh, when the game gets here. All right. That's something to look out for. The run game. Uh, Cordell Patterson is not going to be playing out. Uh, Algier, Algier, he's going to be playing. He's going to be their leading guy, uh, their leading carrier. Um, and it's going to be interesting. I thought Damian Williams was going to be more involved in this offense as a running back. Uh, and instead, uh, Caleb Huntley's got more carries than Damian Williams. So that just tells me that I don't know jack about jack. You know, I'm just here watching with the rest of y'all. All right. Um, no one on this offense scares me. It's all about opportunities, being opportunistic. We can't make a lot of mistakes, guys. We just can't. Um, now, the good thing is the defense has been playing pretty flawlessly, as close to flawless as you could make, think from the naked eye, right? If you, I'm sure if you ask any defensive player on this roster uh, how they feel about their performance so far, they're going to tell you, no, 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 we've been leaving some stuff out there. We can do better. We can do better. Bro, the defense gave up six points, six points to the Broncos, and they were like, we need to do a better job to help our offense win. We could have done more to help them win the game. And I'm sitting here like, bro, no, you can't. I hated that diplomatic-ass answer. Like, no, y'all can't. If you only give up six points, uh, you have a turnover. The offense has a turnover, and they're in field goal range. And the, and then the quarterback steps out of, out of bounds. That's five points right there. The final score was 11. Like, no, there is nothing else y'all could do. Your offense is literally giving points away to the other team. There's nothing else you could do. Sorry. The defense can't beat the opposing team's offense, the referees, and our offense. All right. So, no, 
the defense can't give those kind of answers. But since then, but since then, the 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 penalties have come down. Uh, the defense seems to be executing at a very, very high rate. The communication seems to be in sync with each other. All right. And that's another reason I asked the question that I asked. I want you guys to go over there and look at the question in the poll here. Um, if you haven't voted already, the question is still up. I'm going to end it soon. All right. We got about 77 votes. Let's see if we can get up to 80. Which of the next two games is most important for the morale of the locker room? You guys give me three more votes and we'll wrap this thing up here. All right. I just want to see if we can get uh, the numbers. There's one more vote that's in there. So give me give me two more votes, guys. Once we get this to 80, I will wrap this thing up again. <clears throat> which of the next two games is most important for the morale in the of the locker room? All right. Not for the fans. Not which one is going to make us more excited. All the fans are going to be more excited about Kansas City. You know what I'm saying? Um, there are a couple of fans that would say, no, you know, we need this uh, NFC win. We don't. Who cares about the AFC win? Right. But let's figure this thing out here and see and see how y'all feel. Give you all a couple more seconds to finish your voting here. The numbers jump. I don't want to cut anybody off. I see snacks with the generic answer every game. And I'm saying generic, not disagreeing with you. Yes, every game is important. But I do think that one of these games can mean more for the team uh, and their morale than uh, the other one. This is a good point. This is a very good point. We lose we lose to the Falcons. How do you think they feel walking in there to play Kansas City? Come on. Come on. Huh? I see what y'all are saying, but a lot of people didn't vote that way. This is something I was thinking about, that hit, that call, that late hit. I was thinking about this as well. You know, is this something that we have to worry about now? Do we have to worry about the officials? But I will say this. Normally, they get that call back uh, in the same game, in the same game. All right, so we'll see what happens. Uh, Joey, this is a very good, uh, uh, interesting stat here. In the last two games, we have two, uh, two pick sixes, one each, and only allowed one touchdown. That is very true. That is very true. I said that. Uh, since that Broncos game, this team has seemed to flip a switch on defense. And, and I've been very, very impressed with what I've seen on defense from this team. So I like it. Um, and hopefully they can keep the momentum going. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, that's what I would like to see. I would like to see them keep the momentum going, carry that all the way back to San Francisco. If you can do that on the road, when you get home, you should definitely be turning up. We should definitely be turning up. You know what I'm saying? Uh, let's see here. Collab with the Falcons podcast. We'll see what happens, Jazz. Uh, thanks for the suggestion here. Um, all right. I'm going to wrap this poll up now. That didn't sound cool. Um, but we ended up with 91 votes and 80% of you guys say the chiefs, 80% of you guys say the chiefs. I'm going to end that poll there. All right. Now this is interesting to me because it says 80% said the chiefs, but 19% said the Falcons. What, what is that? Why did it take a percent from me? I'm not the greatest person at math in the world, but I know 80 plus 19 does not equal 100. Melissa voted Chiefs. A lot of people voted Chiefs, Melissa. Uh, and I think, in my personal opinion, I think <laughs> I think the Falcons game is more important for the morale. Uh, when, it's, when it's time for the Chiefs, we'll have Jimmy Ward back. 
Um, Kittle will be another week healthier. We'll have um, Armstead back. We'll have, if Bosa doesn't play, Bosa will be back by then. Um, we'll have Kinlaw back. We have so many pieces coming back by next week, right? If we can go out here and win on the road, and that was like, we, we, we have so many freaking injuries. By the time next week gets here, a lot of those injuries are coming back. It could be, or it could be 80.4 and 19.6. Uh, uh. Ain't nobody saying like Eddie King Jr. You know, I think that the morale of this team, if we go in here and we win with all these backups, if we go in here and put on another dominant performance with all these backups in here on the road for the second week in a row, after all this whole week of brotherly bonding that they claim that they're doing, I think that bodes very, very well for the 49ers. I think that makes us really, really go in there and say, yo, we got this. It's a boost for the coaching staff as well. Look, talent is talent in the NFL. But if you can't get these guys to execute, the talent doesn't mean anything, right? And so if we, the coaching staff gets a boost, like, hey, we got some really good guys. These guys, listen, they take the coaching, da 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 da, da. I absolutely think this Falcons game is the most important because the flip side is I know I asked, you know, which, which one is most important for the morale, but you also got to worry and think about what happens if they lose this game. You know what I'm saying? What happens if we lose this game? Melissa, I have not been on social media a lot today, so I haven't seen much of anything, you know, but I'll go, I'll, I'll definitely go out looking for it. Uh, we lose to this Falcons team. They're, they're going to assume that this Chiefs game is a loss, right? And that's that's a long plane ride back home. You lose to the Falcons knowing you got to take on the Chiefs. That That's a long-ass plane ride home, a long plane ride home. Uh, Joey says, Mike, I respectfully disagree because morale-wise, most of the guys are the same guys who lost in the Super Bowl. Morale-wise, I think the 49ers want payback. And see, I disagree. I disagree. You look at that secondary right now. It's, it's, it's Tyshawn Gibson – and uh, Talano Hufunga, they didn't play. They didn't play. You got Javarius Ward. He don't care about that. He won the Super Bowl ring there. We don't know who's going to be back. Is it going to be Mosley? I, I have no idea who's going to be. But whoever's opposite of him, they didn't play in the Super Bowl. Ambry Thomas, Diamandu Lenore, they had nothing to do with that Super Bowl. Absolutely nothing to do with that Super Bowl. Jeff Wilson Jr., if he's the running back, yeah, he's there. That's cool. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of these guys weren't here. A lot of these guys didn't play. You know what I mean? So I just dis- I disagree with that. Now, a lot of the defensive players, right? Eric Armstead, he was here. Nick Bosa was here. Um, but there's plenty of guys who weren't there. There are plenty of guys who weren't there. So I'm not going to um, – He that's not a catch. He's bobbling the ball still, and he stepped out of bounds. That's not a catch. It's going to be incomplete. All right, sorry, watching some Thursday night football at the same time. Uh, Dante Pettis catches what he thought was an over-the-shoulder touchdown throw, but he bobbled that ball and his left foot hit the line. Oh, they're going to give it to him. They give it to him? Sorry. Yeah, they gave it to him. Gave it to him. Chiefs will get cooked. 
I agree with this. The vets, the vets want it, but there's still plenty of people here who have nothing to do with that game. Plenty, plenty of people on this team that have nothing to do with that game. So, you know, we'll have to see what happens. Um, wide receiver three, wide receiver four, wide receiver five. They had nothing to do with that game. So, um, we'll have to see what happens. All right. Uh, let me see here. Let me see here. Oh, I want to talk about their defense. I actually had another poll I wanted to type in there for you guys. Um, but yeah, so it's okay. I, that's why I asked the question. I wanted to know how everyone else thought. I get it, though. I completely understand why people say the Chiefs, right? Uh, you beat the Chiefs. You're on a high horse. You think you're unstoppable. I, I completely get it. Uh, but I think losing losing to the Chiefs, people will be like, well, we understand we only had Jimmy Garoppolo. You lose to the Falcons, and it's the same thing as people asking tonight, how do we lose to this Bears team? Now imagine if you lose to the Falcons, and then you're about to play the Chiefs. No one's gonna. You're not gonna believe it. You're not gonna believe it. All right. Um, uh, forget forget doing the poll right now. Um, are the 49ers the new Grim Reapers of the NFL? Then I'm gonna talk about the defense. Right. 49ers go into Carolina, and Matt Rule gets fired right after the game. Could it be how many times he went for it on fourth down? I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? Uh-oh, I'm getting messages, guys. Sorry. All right. Sorry. Sorry. Um, Are the Niners the Grim Reapers of the NFL? Last week, we go into Carolina. Um, Matt Rule has a terrible showing. Um, Mayfield is still there, but the head coach gets fired. First firing of the season. Now we're going into Atlanta, and something else can happen here. Something else can happen. Not the head coach. I don't think the head coach is going to get fired just yet. But Marcus Mariota, that fan base has been screaming, has been screaming to get someone else in there. They go out, they draft the quarterback, right? They go and get, they go and draft the quarterback, and for some reason, they're stuck on Marcus Mariota. Four touchdown passes. Desmond Ritter is just sitting there. He's just sitting there like, yo, guys, please let me play. All right, guys, can I play? Pretty please? I'm here. I promise you I can throw the ball. I promise you. And these guys are all just wanting to get in, get in, get in there. All right? Could Marcus Mariota be the next person to feel the wrath of the 49ers? And if so, if so, I want you guys to type the stat line in the room, blank of blank. So 18 of 36. That's 50% completion. Um, two touchdowns. And two interceptions. Like, give me a stat line that you guys think will get Marcus Mariota fired or benched. Let me not say fired, benched. What stat line do you think Marcus Mariota needs to have in order to get benched? All right. While we guys, while you guys type those in here, Ronnie says, Mike, with the trade deadline coming up. What position group would you like to add or improve? I don't I don't have many. I love our offensive line. I love our offensive line. Um, I love our running backs. 
I love our wide receivers. I wouldn't trade for another tight end. Kittle seems to be okay right now, so I, w- I wouldn't trade for another tight end. We got the best fullback in the game, so that's the offensive side of the ball. You're not gonna. There's no quarterback we're trading for for one year. That's gonna and you're not gonna. You're gonna be hard pressed to find a quarterback better than what Jimmy Garoppolo has given us your last two games. So you can't say them. Uh, then you flip to the other side of the ball. Do we need another pass rusher? I mean, you drafted Danny Gray. He's coming into his own. Um, you got Nick Bosa. You're not going to replace him or trade for somebody just because uh, he's injured, you know, for the one game. I'm not going to do that. Um, the interior lineman, maybe, maybe you want to see if you can get someone other than Kinlaw because he can't seem to stay on the field. But I do think Kinlaw plays this week. I do think I do think Kinlaw plays this week. Um, but we'll see. We'll see how that goes. All right. Um, and Freddie, that answers this question here. I'm not trading for a defensive lineman either. We have the, we have some phenomenal depth. Let's go, Gibson. Gibson, guys, Gibson was my fantasy sleeper. I drafted this kid with my last pick in every league that I was in. Uh, there, I think there was only I'm in five leagues, and I think one of them I didn't get him in, and I was pissed. I was pissed. All right, but it is what it is. Oh, Carson went to his finger. Ooh. Um, yeah, uh, as far as corners, I think we have good corners. We have good depth. We have players that we drafted. I don't want to trade for anybody. Um, we played the game last year where we were picking up people off the street and shit like that. I'm I'm done with that. We 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 drafted players. Let's develop and put these guys in. I want to see what these guys can do. All right. I know a lot of people say, oh, let's try to trade for this this corner and this corner. No, we had a really good uh, corner uh, tandem here. And then here's the cool thing about the corners, right? I'm talking about the tandem, the outside guys. Everybody fell in love with Sam Womack. And what the hell ever D'Amador was doing in practice, it was enough for the team to say, no, we're going to bench Womack and put Demo in. That's got to bode well. Forget everything that you think you saw. Forget everything that you think you know. I think we will all say, and anyone watching the show, we don't know better than D'Amico. Every, no, no one in this group chat is going to say that. I don't care how much film you watch. I don't care anything. You don't know better than D'Amico. D'Amico is the hottest name on the head coach circuit right now. Everyone wants this guy. Everyone. He's probably not coming back. He's probably not coming back. But we will all admit that we don't know more than D'Amico. So now, if D'Amico is the one pulling that pulling the trigger saying hey get demo in there instead of womack and we all fell in love with womack imagine what they see what they see in this young kid in in, in, uh demo let's go gibson is going crazy right now Uh, let's go young man you've been doing this whole drive let's go all right so i'm not trading for corners and as far as safeties our safeties have been playing great we got the best safety tandem in the nfl we have the best safe, safety tandem in the NFL and probably the cheapest safety tandem in the NFL. Who on earth are we trading for? What position? Somebody tell me. I just I can't find. Okay, all right. Callie found one. He says Brindell. I'm not sold. And that's that's fair. That's fair. My only thing is 
offensive linemen take there's a chemistry there's a chemistry there's a give and take somebody's in the red zone oh gibson must be in the red zone that's what that is um there's a give and take bro for sure and he he is definitely not the best there is probably someone that we can go and get there's probably some there's probably a backup somewhere in the nfl that we can go and get um and i'm not saying i wouldn't trade for one but if we do trade for one i don't want a veteran i want a young guy the niners saw a lot of promise in but where is donovan west where is jason poe right like i think i hope brendel was supposed to be a stopgap and they want someone young to grow with lance the way that jeff saturday grew with peyton manning i've said this over and over and i'm, I'm going to pound the table for this right jeff saturday was uh either under yeah he was undrafted by the ravens they cut him the the colts picked him up and him and peyton manning just for some reason clicked and then he has a hall of fame career uh with his first round quarterback why can't why can't we have that same story why can't Donovan West be the center that we've been looking for or Jason Poe be the center that we were looking for? Uh, these guys who weren't highly sought after in the draft, all right, we land them. We get them here for a year, let them sit for a year, learn the system, learn the playbook, learn some shit, and then, boom, we unleash them on the league with that first-round quarterback later on. Y'all can't tell me that that can't be our story. I absolutely believe that can be our story. Just saying. Just saying. And people saying McGlinchey will be gone. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, McGlinchey hasn't been having a bad year, by the way. Um, but I will say this. Um, I will say this. Uh, as far as, you know, as far as, the, uh, as far as the offensive line, they haven't been terrible. They have not been terrible. And I think that a lot of us don't watch other teams. I really, really think that a lot of us don't watch other teams. We kind of watch our guys under this uh, this microscope, and we feel like we have the worst players in the NFL. But guys, it's not true. Like a a lot of a lot of teams would really, really want something for uh, what we have. Like they they're they're good guys. Sorry, getting getting some uh, notifications here from family guys. I'm sorry. All right. Anyhow, so I think we're okay. Um, I think I think we're all right on the offensive line, Cali. And I'm, and I'm not like I said. I don't think Brindell is the guy of the future. I do want the team to get somebody in here uh, for for the position of the future. All right. So we just got to see what happens. We got to see what happens. I like Donovan West. Um, and I like I like Jason Poe. Either one of those guys could be our center for the future. All right. And Ian Sharp, you're proving my point here. This is what I'm saying. Banks improved a lot. It's incredible what one line can do sitting down. Right. Everybody hated Banks. Most people hated Banks. I'm not gonna say everybody, because I didn't. Most people hated Banks because he didn't get in. Right. But Banks was never gonna. He was never gonna come in and take the job from freaking Lincoln Tomlinson, guys. He wasn't going to take that job from him. So everyone was all flipping out and all upset and shit like that. And this guy, he was never supposed he, he was brought in to replace him the following year. And what I'm seeing is great. This is pro- he probably just had his worst game, and it's still he's still 
uh, a top 10 guard in the NFL right now. You know what I'm saying? Mike, are you still down on Spencer Burford? I was never down on Burford. I don't, I can't know. The, I guess the answer is no. I was never, I was never down on Burford. Um, so, um, yeah, no, Big Spence has been doing his thing uh, since preseason. He's been doing his thing since preseason. I think uh, everybody was talking like he was perfect, and I pointed out that he had a couple of things to work on, so maybe that was taken the wrong way. Uh, but Burford, Burford, he's a rookie. I don't expect the world and moon from these guys. Um, oh, we went at it about Burford. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I remember that. I know what you're talking about. Um, and that's, but again, that's, that's, you got to keep the context in that. But yeah, I, I do remember what you were talking about. But no, both of us like Burford. We both think he's going to be good for years to come. He's big, he's strong, and he's an intelligent young man. Uh, I wouldn't move on from him at all. I wouldn't move on from him at all. Um, Mike, I can't get your boy Croc to admit that he was wrong about Banks. <laughs> Y'all think Croc is recording right now? Let me call him real quick. Let me call Croc and see what he says. Uh, let me call this one. Let's see if he answers. I'm not supposed to be doing phone calls this episode, y'all. That man, what's good, Mike? Hey, bro, I'm sorry to do this to you. You live on the air right now. You uh, you got two seconds. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We good. So I was in, I was in here. They were talking about the trade deadline coming up, and they wanted to know if there were any positions I would trade for, uh, any any uh -huh. players I would trade for. And I went through like position group by position group, and I can't find anybody that we would actually, you know, trade someone for. Uh, the right. closest the closest they came to was um, Brindell, but again, I think we should just stick with a young guy and keep him for a while. I don't. I don't want to trade for anybody right now. I think we see what we got in Donovan West, or a uh, or Jason Poe. Even you know what I mean? Um, yeah, I, I think the one. Oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. You good? No, I was gonna say I think the one thing the Forty Nineers have done a good job of is like when it comes to depth, finding a uh, like a player that's like undrafted or been on the roster or even like a third league that's in like his fourth league, <laughs> pro league, and be able to get good production out of him. So. It is tough, like, in the sense of, like, trading for a guy. I, I, I would say there's, like, one position when I would take for the trade deadline. Maybe a safety if there's just, like, another injury. Because already we don't know what's going on with Jimmy Ward. Like, he's playing, he's not going to play, so I'm going to cast on it. And if you go down, like, one more player, I think that is something that they could potentially trade for. So maybe that. Uh, maybe corner if... Uh, and we've seen this before, right? When they draft two corners, it is like you know you kind of like them. Okay, Ambry Thomas, Yamadou Lenore. All of a sudden, the season starts. It's like, no, we don't believe in these motherfuckers. So then it's like, all right, what do you do now? And I think uh, that would be uh, potentially if it is like, all right. You got Mosley, he's down for the year, right? He to show that. So then, if if they kind of going back and forth with who they like on the outside with uh, Mosley. And I'm not Moses, excuse me, uh, 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 Womack, Womack, and Lenore. It's like, well, we don't oh, really like these guys on the outside. That could be something that they potentially like, all right, let, let's get somebody. And the tough thing is just like, who, like, who did they get? Right. I think, I think the year they traded in the middle of the year for, uh, for like Emmanuel Sanders, 
everybody kind of knew, like, oh, man, Sanders, like, he's on the block. Like, you could trade for Emmanuel Sanders. You could trade for Mohamed Sanu. Everybody knew about those two names. Like, right now, the only name that's really out there for real is uh, Jackson, uh, the, the corner out of the Bengals, and he was Washington. And he didn't travel this week because he's up for trade. So, right. Um, like, that's the only thing I could really think of. Everywhere else, 49ers, I mean, shit, I mean they did a good job of building, building uh, guys that can at the very least contribute everywhere else. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, but I think he's a stopgap. That's why I don't think you trade for a center because right. if you trade for a center, that's somebody you keep him for a couple of years. I don't think that, right. I think they plan on grooming one of these young guys and like, like how they did with Aaron Banks. And that's why I called you. So I don't know what you said about Aaron Banks, but there are people in chat saying, Mike, you got to get Croc to admit that he was wrong about Aaron Banks. What you say about my man, AB, bro. Identify him as somebody that fit what the point I wanted to do. And oh. I just, yeah, I like when I watched him at Notre Dame, it was like they told us that he was this big guy that could move like a little guy. And I just didn't see that. And I'm like, I, I think they lied. <laughs> because what I'm looking at on film is somebody that can't move, he can't pull, he can't do all the things that we've traditionally known the 49ers do with their office of life. Now, he sat out a whole year, matter of fact. I think the 49ers agree with me, and that's why he didn't play last year. Now, some people have been like, oh, well, no, he didn't play because they had Lincoln Thomason. Like, nah, bro, you don't draft somebody second round and be like, hey, we're going to draft you second round, but we're not going to play this year because we got Lincoln Thomason. Like, like, hell no. Right? Well, wait, wait, wait. Like, now, let me ask this question. Right? Who, who was the right guard last year? Daniel Brown School. Right. That's where I think the real competition was. I really think that that's that, where the real competition was. That was a competition, and it wasn't even a competition. It just ended up being like, this guy just can't play right now. Like, it was no competition. Matter of fact, if you want to know, like, how they feel about Daniel Brunskill, they came in and had uh, uh, the kid out of UTSA, Spencer Burford. They're like, hey, come on. You starting right away <laughs> at right guard. Come on. <laughs> Brunskill been the backup the whole time. Now, I know he ended up getting hurt in preseason, but – even going into that, like uh, Spencer Burford got all the starting reps through OTA, like OTA training camp, all that, right? So I let you know how they really feel about Brunswick. They've been looking for somebody to take that spot. And Banks wasn't good enough to do it last year. And whatever they said to him, I think that worked because I think he's done a tremendous job this year in the sense of maybe what the expectations were, right? Expectations were just like, uh, like just don't mess this whole thing up, and I and I think he's been good. I think he's been solid. He's so been solid. it's it was really more about your your scouting report on him than it was like, oh, he's not going to work. You never called him a bust or nothing like that. It was just uh, based uh, off of what you saw during after we drafted him and you went back and scouted him. You didn't see a fit right away. Yeah, no, nobody, nobody will ever hear me say what a player just won't be. I'll never do that. Okay. Because I know that players are will always, um, you know, potentially prove us wrong. So I just talk about what do I see out of the player right now. Gotcha. And then after a few years, and I give it a few years, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not even somebody that's going to give it like, oh, man, one year, see, nope, he's a bust. After a few years, I'll tell you what a player is or isn't. You know what I'm saying? But even like uh, 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 receiver Danny Gray, right? Okay. Like, I view Danny Gray a certain way. And people thought, like, I was crazy. And I'm like, look, I'm watching Danny Gray, and I'm telling you, like, there's all these areas I think he needs to really improve on. Now, if you just watch highlights, 
of course the highlights look good. You see the speed, oh, crossing yeah. route, me catching and score. But it's like, I'm looking at, well, he scored on this crossing route from TCU. How do you do it? Well, it was a switch release, and two defensive backs went with number two, and you have Danny Gray come across. Nobody tries to get him. And then he catches the ball, and he uses his speed, right? But is that going to be consistent in the NFL? Busted coverages versus man coverages. He struggled to free himself up at the top of routes, in route. And the only time where I felt like he was good consistently was, and, you know, vertically he could threaten the field. So I didn't identify him as someone that could play right away for the 49ers. Right. That's not to say he can never play for the Niners. That's not to say next year he don't turn into, I don't know, uh, the best version of Ted Ginn Jr. when he was with Carolina Panthers. Right. But right now, uh, he was someone who I said, I think he needs a lot of work. And I was curious to see how they would utilize him. And so far, they haven't really figured that part out. And I even went as far as to say, will he be closer to uh, somebody like Mike Wallace or A.J. Jenkins? And a lot of people didn't want to hear that. But I was just talking about where oh, he that's was a, at the time. That's a nasty comp either way because Mike Wallace ain't do shit after he left Pittsburgh. That's nasty right, either way. At the very least, when you think it's the best version of Mike Wallace, it's like, you know, like that was a, that was a solid receiver. Like if you said Se- that, second and third year at the at the end of third round, yeah, you know he did this like that's good. But yeah, like you know if, if you told me we get you know Mike Wallace, that's solid. But I was watching, I'm like, there's a lot of AJ Jenkins here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and he'll figure out which one he's going to be. Hopefully, you know he turns up and and uh, and starts overcoming some of the things that I thought he struggled with. I think two two things on that point in in particular with him, and I'm gonna let you go. I know you out. Um, I think what Kyle did last week, forcing the ball to a lot of his big name playmakers, I think that's going to help a guy like Danny Gray. Um, I, y'all, I don't know what your your overall outlook was on the um, on the game last week. I know how many points we put up, but I still saw a lot that the offense left out there. There was a lot of drops. There was a lot of like bad routes, and I felt like Kyle made a concerted effort to force the ball to his big his big names and, and Debo. Uh, Ayuk, Kittle, you know what I mean? Like, I felt like, and then he comes out at halftime and boom, he throws a bomb right to Danny Gray. I think those are the kind of things that are going to yeah. open things up for Danny because it's going to force the uh, opposing teams to key in on the other big name players on the team. Yeah, uh, you're, you're not wrong. I think people will look at, you know, again, it, a win is a win and it's a great win on the road, right? I mean, the spread was. Whatever it was, six and a half, four nines clearly covered that. Yeah. So that's exciting. And I think you could be excited about four nines winning two games in a row. If you're looking at it from the aspect of, man, I watched every four nine game and I'm looking forward to improve certain specific areas. And if they did that, or if I could be very confident in that moving forward, I would say that uh, the, the points, there, there's still something going on with, with the offense. Where at the end, you know, the first half, I remember looking at it about to go into halftime, and I'm like, this feels like the Bears game. This feels like Seahawks game, where it's like, I mean, uh, not Seahawks. Uh, the the Broncos, Broncos yeah. 49ers have dominated. It's like, they ain't the 49ers, but it's 10 to 3. Right, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, how is it? It's 10 to 3, and I feel like the 49ers just clearly, the better team clearly have dominated. And then you have the pick six from Mosley. And I think that kind of helped, like, open up how that game was viewed. But yeah. Uh, yeah, the, the offense has been kind of weird. I think the good thing that uh, happened last game was, one, uh, involving Kittle more, which he fumbled. I mean, that's bad, but just involving him more. I just think he's such a big play guy, so figure out different ways to get the ball in his hands. 
and then the emergence of the run game, which if you look at uh, the Rams game, if you look at the uh, was it Rams and what's the other the Broncos. Oh, and the Broncos, yeah. So if you look at the Rams and the Broncos games, they didn't really run. They, they, I think they had like maybe ninety yards. Right. In each game, and it felt like they abandoned a run too in those games too. At least it did to me. Well, it was hard to. They they didn't really convert on third down. Right. um, Yeah. In the the Broncos game, and that was something that they improved on. So, um, you know, just getting the run game going, I think that definitely helps. But it has looked a little weird. So I'm I'm definitely continuing to watch. I'm in I'm in Atlanta right now. So I'll be at the game on Sunday. Turn and, up. Uh, you know, that's what I'll be I'll be keeping an eye on. Like, yeah, like, you know, starting to see when they get that groove. And it just could be some rest from Jimmy and, and Kyle, you know, getting everybody on board with uh, maybe changing the offense. It could be some of that. So I don't want to, like, look too deep into it. But it definitely has looked a little weird. All right. Hey, man, thanks for jumping in real quick. I do appreciate you taking the phone call, all right? Oh, yeah, all good. All right, appreciate be safe, you. brother. My man out there in Atlanta holding down the faithful, y'all. Already out there. My man out there early. He must not have shit to do. Oh, wait. It's already Thursday. Never mind. I was say he must not have shit to do. Yo, I've been thinking it's like Tuesday all day long. I can't believe tomorrow's Friday. My daughter, my baby girl was like, Daddy, can, I, can we sleep in your bed tonight? Um, And it was like, no, you got to go to bed. Or no, she, what she said, can I stay up or something like that. When it was bedtime, she got sad. And my brother, I mean, my brother, her brother, Derek, my son, was like, um, don't worry, Elena. Tomorrow is Friday. It's campout night. There's no bedtime. And I'm like, no, it's not. And I was like, oh, shit, it really is. Tomorrow's Friday. This week flew by. This week flew by. It's probably because I don't remember mo- most of Monday, though. That's probably why. So that kind of threw me off on everything. But, yeah, so, uh, Callie, hopefully Croc uh, answered your question um, effectively for you there. Uh, hopefully um, that was a sufficient answer and response to why um, – he said what he said about about Banks and what he uh, thinks of him going forward. All right, uh, and I do I do like the fact that he said I'll never say what a player is or isn't because they still have an opportunity to prove you wrong. You know, um, wh- or what a player is gonna be. He's never gonna call somebody a bust their first year. You know, he's gonna watch and see how they develop and uh, what 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 they turn into. Because listen, guys, I say this all the time. You know, we watch players. And the first thing we want to do is say, oh, this guy's a bust or this guy isn't good and all that stuff. And all I keep saying to people is like, yo, we can't act like that. You know what I mean? We can't act like that. These guys are not supposed to be all pros their first year in. It can happen, but that is rare. And that's what we got to realize. Like a guy coming in his first year being an all pro or even a pro bowler, if you're not one of the first 10 people drafted, that's rare. That's rare. You know, so. um we got to take everything within context. Let me get this phone a friend thing off here because that is officially over. Let's talk about this uh, Falcons defense, okay? Let's talk about this Falcons defense. They got a couple of players that they've lost for the year. Um, defensive end, uh, Marlon Davis, uh, nose tackle, Vincent Taylor. He was their, He's their backup nose tackle. A couple of guys questionable for this week. Uh, I can't say this name. Um, Ade Tungumbo. Ade Tungumbo. Ogunji, sorry, and uh, Michael Walker listed as questionable this week, all right? That is your uh, two linebackers there, okay? Um, 
And I'm, I'm sitting here, I'm looking at these guys and what they do well. And, and based off of what I see, again, just my own eyes, all right? Just my own eyes. Their defensive line, in my, in my opinion, is not that good. It's not that good. You got a lot of people getting to the second level on this team and often, whether it's the run game, whether it's the pass game. You know, um, when when you're leading tacklers on your team are, are linebackers and safeties, no corners involved or anything like that. That tells me that guys are getting away. Guys are getting away from. Did the Bears just lose this ball? Oh my God. It's okay. I got Gibson in. Let's go, Gibson. It's your turn, baby. I can't believe Jones lost that ball. Wow. Just wow. All right. He lost that ball. And then when he oh, he fell. Ooh. He could get, get the ball right there. He dove on top of it and didn't get his hands on the ball. Oh, and then you got hundreds and hundreds of pounds of grown men just jumping on your head. Listen, I don't know if you guys have ever been at the bottom of a pile before. Listen, I was on a high school team for all of two weeks before I messed up my knee. And uh Listen, special teams suck. It's terrible, absolutely terrible. So, anyhow, uh, I, you look at you look at their numbers and everything, and this team isn't going to do anything that really scares you. Their leading sack guy is uh, Grady Jarrett, and shout out to the vet, right? Um, but that's it. That is it. This team has seven sacks on the whole season. I'm not scared of them. Nick Bosa does that on his own. I'm not scared of these guys. I'm not scared of these guys. They come into this game with just four interceptions. I'm not scared of these guys. There's nothing there that scares me. Three forced fumbles all together. One fumble recovery all season long. Just one. Oh, wait, I'm lying. I'm lying. Three. I forgot about Rashawn Evans. I forgot about Rashawn Evans. My apologies. Rashawn Evans um, has recovered too. And then uh, I remember the Darren Hall uh fumble recovery Darren hall has one that's the one i remembered i forgot about with sean evans um now if you if you look at that if you look at that like statistically it's pretty cool in their favor okay four forced fumbles three fumbles recovered what the heck is happening right now Sorry, I gotta turn. I got. I'm on call tonight, so I can't turn my phone off. How's Brian Robinson only have forty points? I mean, four points. That doesn't make any sense to me, man. Did he get in now? Was that him that just scored? There's the alert. Let's go, baby. Let's go, baby. I like that. Hold that. Keep that ball, young man. Keep that ball. First NFL touchdown. Damn, y'all didn't tell me I was cloudy. Uh, Maybe y'all did, and uh, I just wasn't looking at the TV. I'm sorry about that. All right. Thursday night football should be eliminated. Gibson on my bench. Mike, look at the guy. Almost recovered at Castro Fields. 
Oh, yeah, I, I like Castro Fields, man. I liked him. I liked him. Mike, what team most regrets not getting Jimmy G for the cheapest offseason? This is a phenomenal question. Now, let me say something real quick. I never say anybody should do this, what I'm about to say. Come on, clear up. You should go on every show, and there's tons of 49ers content creators. You should go on every show and ask this question. This is a phenomenal question right here. Um, I I can tell you what. The one team I thought before the season started this answer was going to be was Seattle. Nope. I was wrong about that. Seattle is not looking for or regretting not getting Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, I will say the team that I thought he was going to go to um, was Houston. And they aren't looking the best right now. They're last in their division. And what's funny about that is their division ain't all that great. If we're being completely honest, they, they, they have, they're one in three. Everyone, all so many people try to keep trying. Davis Mills is the guy, Mike. Davis Mills is the guy. You're crazy. You're crazy. I would have sent his ass to Houston or to Indy. That division was up for the taking. You don't have to be a 12-win team to go out here and win this division. Nine wins is all it's going to take to win the AFC South. Ten tops. Ten tops. These teams are just bad in that division. Matt Ryan looks like trash. He looks like trash. The Texans or the Col- or, or the Colts would have been the two teams that I think uh, Jimmy Garoppolo should have went to. Um, I had the Giants on that list, but look at me, stupid-ass Mike. But I also defended Daniel Jones. I also defended Daniel Jones. But um, the Giants sitting there, four and one, man. Look at, like, let's go Giants, right? Let's go G-Men. Uh, uh, right? Um, and then there's the Panthers, right? The team that we just got done playing. You had Sam Darnold over there. You trade for... Uh, Baker Mayfield, and between the two of them, you don't have a quarterback. That's got to be a little rough. That's got to be a little rough. You need that veteran presence. You need someone who's going to go in there and calm the troops down when they start flipping out, when they start getting a little restless. If for nothing else, Jimmy gives you that. Jimmy definitely gives you that, right? Uh, I think the Saints have a a better record if Jimmy's their quarterback at this point. Um, You know, but what's weird is it's all about when you ask this kind of question, right? The win is just as important as the question that you ask. Because had you asked this question two weeks ago after that Broncos game, I would have told you not a single team regretted not getting Jimmy. So there's a little bit of recency bias in in, in answering this question, in me answering this question. You know what I'm saying? Um, There's a little bit of recency bias. These last two games, uh, no turnovers for Jimmy. I don't believe he was sacked in the last two games either, if I'm not mistaken. If I'm not mistaken... Um, he wasn't sacked either in the last two games. No turnovers and no sacks for Jimmy. Is that right? That can't be right. He had to have been sacked a time or two. Jimmy's just not that kind of quarterback. I'm pretty sure he was sacked. But he definitely didn't have any turnovers. Um, and going up against teams, uh, your defense is, getting, is spotting you points. The defense is, is you know, giving you phenomenal field position. So it's a little different uh, when you look at that. So, Yeah. That's 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 how I'm breaking it down. Um, those are, I'm going to say the Colts and the, and the and the Texans are the two teams that regret not getting Jimmy the most. And Young Ho Ko, 
This guy is having an interesting year. He's having he's having an interesting year. All right. Uh, he is by far the team's leading scorer with 40 points. He's kicking well. He, he's doing all right, man. This guy is doing all right. Let me see here. Uh, he's just under uh, 77% kicking. Uh, he's 10 of 13 on field goals made. Uh, but if you look at the ones that he's missed, one was from 40, 48 yards, and the other two were, like, longer than 50. So he, he's missed a, a 61-yarder and, I believe, a 59-yarder. Okay? So I'm not going to hold that against him. You know what I mean? I mean, we've got two blocks. We've got two block field goals. No one's talking about how bad – our special teams have been the last two games. And that's where I think the difference in this game is going to come down to. All right. Uh, field position is very, very important. We can have the best punter in the league, but if the, if the, if the, the gunners aren't getting down there making tackles, it doesn't make a difference. We missed way too many tackles on the kickoff team and on the punt team last week. That, oh, sugar, honey, iced tea. Man, he hit him right below his knee. Yo, they're going to kill this kid. I can't watch a kid that I like get hit like this. Ugh. Uh, how, wait, we'll just how the Bears? Oh, never mind. Um, yeah. So, special teams. What I think is really going to be. Um, the big thing here, right? They have they have a, a return guy averaging 23 yards on kickoffs, right? They have a guy in punts, the same guy, Avery Williams, who's averaging over 15 yards of return in punts. That is crazy to me. That is crazy to me. Over 15 yards of return in punts. And it's not like he housed one and his numbers are inflated. His long of the year is only 28 yards. Think about that for a second. His long of the year is only 28 yards. This guy is sincerely, genuinely averaging 15 yards of punt return. That's that's a really good flip on field position, guys. That's a really good flip. So what is that? 7% of the field every time the, we punt to him. So when, if he decides to return it, that's a big return right there. Um, the Niners just don't have that same kind of word. Like, I'm sorry. They just they don't They don't give it to you the same way. They don't. They don't. You guys can be mad at me if you want. I'll tell you what our return numbers are. All right? I'll let you guys know right now. Our return numbers, okay? Uh, Kickoffs. Kickoffs, we're averaging 15.2. Punts, it's 9.1. It's not good. It's not good. I know all of us thought, oh, we brought all these guys in. We're doing better. We're doing better. Nah. Nah. 15.2 on kickoffs, long of 21. All right. Uh, again, for some perspective there, just for some perspective, 15.2, 9.1, their return guy is 23.0 and 15.7, significantly better than the 49ers. This is where I'm worried, guys. This is where the game is going to be decided. Everyone's going to talk about what we can do against their offense. I'm not worried about that. This defense is going to do their thing. There's going to be opportunities to make plays. They're going to give up a couple of plays to Mariota with his legs. I'm not worried about that. That's not sustainable for the entire game. This defense is too good for that. 
our offense. Jimmy's going to give one away this game. He's not going three games in a row without a turnover. So don't get your hopes up about it. Don't get upset when it happens. Jimmy is going to give one right to the linebacker. Expect it. Prepare for it right now in this moment. Accept it. All right. Um, but we're still going to run the ball really well. They have a less than average run defense. And the Niners are going to run the ball really, really well. We're going to spread the ball around. It's going to be a lot of short passes, dink and dunk, control the clock. Expect probably the shortest game of the year for the 49ers. Shortest as far as total time. You know, um, they, they have this, they, there's a tracker for how long games are. There are a lot of teams in the NFL where the time on the field, like the actual play time, two hours and 39 minutes and things like that. This is going to be a short game for the Niners. I promise you. Neither one of these teams want to throw the ball a lot. Neither one of these teams um, are going to get away from the run. Uh, this is going to be a ground and pound game very quick. If you guys have plans for 4.35 o'clock on the East Coast, you're going to make those plans. All right? 10 o'clock, if you guys have 1.30, 2 o'clock plans, you're going to make those plans on the West Coast. This is going to be a quick game. This game will probably be the first game over in the 1 o'clock uh, segment. I called a 40-burger last week. You were wrong. You didn't get it. The Niners did not put up 40 points. So, y'all, man. Um, but you were close. You were damn close. Tell you what, man, if we don't miss that field goal or extra point, whatever the hell it was, yeah, there you go. I know we left some points out there. We didn't leave those points out there. You were damn close, you know, but it happens, you know. that. Hey, listen, man, Vegas sets these odds sometimes, and I'll be watching. Like, I'll, I'll take a line on a game. It'll be a three and a half. And uh, a team, a team is down by three. And I'm like, come on, man. Just got to get one more. You know, like, we could do this. We could do this. Get one point, a field goal, something like that. And it'll be a block extra point. It'll go wide. You know, a whole bunch of different shit. A whole bunch of different crazy shit will happen, you know. And they set those lines for a reason because it's still football. It is still football. All right. Um, special teams where I'm going to put my focus on guys. If there's a, if there's a phase of the game that you need to focus on this week, it's going to be special teams. That's where the Niners will win and lose this game. You win the special teams battle. We have to have a bounce back. We have had two really, really bad weeks in a row for special teams. Offense is stepping up the last two weeks. They've become more productive. Uh, they're moving the ball a little bit better, um, getting more yards. Rushing game seems to be coming around, finding its own. We're going to get a little boost with TDP coming back. And then the offensive weapons. We had a lot of drops last week, a lot of drops last week. Um, but Kyle Shanahan was force-feeding those guys, and I like that. I will live and die with the drops as long as you're getting the ball in the hands of our playmakers, Kyle. I'll live and die with that. What I can't live and die with is conservative playing and the drops. I can't, I can't deal with that. That is hard to watch 49ers football. And, guys, I think those days might be behind us. All right? Ball control, a couple shots down the field, though. Um, but special teams is going to be it. Uh, I'm going to save my final score and uh, picking a winner for Saturday or Sunday. Whenever we do our next, oh, whenever we do our next preview show, I'm going to save it for then. All right. So um, that's really all I got for you guys. Um, let me go ahead and get this uh, where to go. We have our super chat segment here. Super chat segment. It is time, guys. If you guys have your super chats, if you sent any in tonight, I think there was only one. I think there was only one. 
So this is going to be a, a segment dedicated to my guy, Chiguayo. All right. Chiguayo says here, and I quote, and thank you for the super chat. This is Emmy and glad to see you doing well. You got us the win. Hey, what can I say? What can I say? I went to the home opener. We won. And I went to this game and we won. I'm not saying I'm the reason, but I'm the reason. All right. You know what I mean? I'll make sure I go to the play, play the playoffs games this year when we get there. All right. I'll see if I get the Niners to fly me out. It's worth it's worth the risk. It's worth it's worth the shot. It's worth it's worth it. So uh if that's all it takes to get a dub, right? The team can go out there and do whatever they want. But Mike's in the building. We're gonna get the win. We're gonna get the win. I am the team's good luck charm so far. We are undefeated when I am in the building. All right. We are undefeated when I'm in the building. All right. Guys, I believe that's it. I want to thank you all for checking us out. Thank you all for tuning in. I'm going to set up my hookah. Uh, I will be on with the guys at 49ers Hive in about an hour. All right? I'm going to try to stay up. I'm going to try my hardest to stay up. So make sure you guys get on over there. Uh, I'll see you guys, 49ers Hive, right here on Twitter. Get over there. Subscribe. Um, Shout out to my guys over there. Shout out to my guy, Wayne Breezy, also. If you guys aren't, get on over there to Wayne Breezy. Subscribe to him. Eric Crocker, thanks for joining Frontline Sports. Uh, also, he does the Locked On 49ers. Um, Mariah's out there. Uh, 49 Faithful Lee podcast. Make sure you guys do there. Uh, John, Locker Room Rant. Like, there's so many people out there, man. So many people out there. I wish I could just talk to you guys all day long about all the other people. We won. So? Yeah. I had nothing to do with the injuries. I was there to control the outcome. All right. By any means necessary. Ban. Ban in the house. Oh, wait. It's bam. Like damn, but it's ban. Bam. I had nothing to do with the injuries, bro. Nothing. Nada. Nada. See, Callie, why don't you say that I was the reason that Mosley got the uh, pick six? You want to put the injury on me. You want you find the worst part of the entire game and be like, Mike, look what you did. How you you supposed to be my boy? Like we go back like two flats on the Cadillac. Like how you like? What's up, bro? What's up, man? Like I'm supposed, I'm supposed you supposed to be my dog, Callie. Like we did. This is us. This is us. We cool. He find the two worst things that happened in both games that I was at. It was like, look what you did, Mike. He typed that shit with a smile on his face. He's still laughing. That's why he ain't responding to it, y'all. He's still laughing. That's cool. I still love y'all, man. I still love y'all. Everybody, thanks for t- jumping in tonight. I truly and sincerely appreciate you guys. You guys are phenomenal. Hope you guys are blessed. Um, I'm going to try to maybe do a call-in show later on this week. Uh, I got some new stuff I want to try out before Sunday's game. Maybe even tomorrow night if I get, if I get, if I get the house cleaned up enough. We got people coming over this weekend. Um but on Sunday on Patreon, when we're watching the game, I got some new lights for outside and everything. Got to set the mood. Got to make sure I got everything working properly. So I might do a practice run um, on tomorrow night. If you guys are around and you want to jump on Patreon with me, please feel free to do so. We can watch a Falcons game. We can rewatch the Niners game. Whatever you guys want to do, you pick a game. We'll watch it. The latest Falcons game or the latest 49ers game. I still haven't seen the TV copy of the 49ers game all the way through. I've watched the second half. I've watched the first half. I've watched the fourth quarter. I've watched the first quarter. I haven't watched it from start to finish. We will do that. 
All right, so head on over to patreon.com slash NB9ERS. We will do a live show tomorrow night sometime. And whatever team, whatever game you guys want to see, you guys let me know. All right. I can't go to Atlanta. I was just out of town last week, so I'm not going to be able to make it. I'm sorry. Um, My wife doesn't drive, so when I leave my family, it is very, very tight around here. I got to make sure the house is stocked up, grocery shopping is done. uh, And if not, I have to have contingency plans and backup plans for my contingency plans. Uh, It's a lot. It involves a lot of people for me to not be here uh, to to attend the game. So I can't always do that. You know what I mean? Uh, Callie, my brother, I know it's all the fun and games, man. Never change. I can't say that enough. When I shoot back at you guys, please don't take it personal. All right. It's all in in fun. It's all in, in love. It's all good with me. So don't ever change, man. I got your back too, bro. I really appreciate it. All right. Thanks for the support over the years, man. My guy. All right. That's going to do it. I'm getting up out of here. Y'all be good. Y'all be safe. Prepare for glory. Anticipate pain. But always. Oh. Oh. I know what I'm going out with today. I was going to play Breezy's thing. I know what I'm going out with. This is going to be probably the next intro on the Nothing But Niners show. All right. Ah, I'm so hyped. I'm so happy. I remember this shit. It's going to sound bad because it's coming from my... Oh, wait, wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, shut up. Shut up. No, not yet. Hold on one second, guys. Babe, you up? Damn, she's asleep. All right. Hold on one second, guys. Hold on. I want y'all to hear this. Please don't leave. I want y'all to hear this. Tell me if y'all like it. Let me... I got I to gotta get the speaker. I got it. Okay. Battery 100%. Connected to Elder Mike. Okay. Sorry for the crotch shot there. I didn't mean that. Okay. I apologize about that. But here we go. Okay. All right. Prepare for glory. Anticipate pain. But always, and I mean always, remain faithful. We out of here. One. Third and three, Montana, looking, looking, drawing in the end zone. It's a madhouse at Candlestick with 51 seconds left. So now they've got to start from deep in their end of the field, and Garrison Hurst takes advantage of it. He takes the handoff, quits his right, gets to the 20. He's on the 30. Takes the cut in. He comes back up the right sideline. Strikes the third tackle. Comes down to the 30. He's out of the 20. He's out of the 10. He's out of the 5. He's out of the end
Touchdown!